0: By the way, I just want to talk about Built Bar, which is a reminder. It's time for my snack. Um, <laughs> Built Bar. Uh, this is the uh, coconut brownie chunk, which I'm just saying, delicious. It's One of your favorite ones, isn't it? It is. Yeah, uh, I really like the other one. I had one. They're making it like with marshmallow, and I That's swear the to puffs it. Puffs. I was telling you about them. You just don't even listen to the things I say on the show. I've been telling you about puffs for like two weeks. So good. So good. It tastes like a kind of a Charleston Chew-ish sort yeah, of vibe, right? I think better. I don't like Charleston Chew. Mm-hmm. I thought it was better. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, Built Bar, you can get them now 15% off with your uh, with your next order at BiltBar.com. Use the promo code BEC15 uh, and you will save 15%. Look at that. I mean, you could see the little bumps. Those are the brownie chunks in it. <laughs> and it's like 110 calories and really good for you. I mean, I don't understand how they... It's witchcraft. It awesome. At buildbar.com, use the promo code Beck 15 to save now. I'm gonna end now because I'm gonna eat this before. The radio show begins. <laughs> revolt against critical race theory oklahoma republicans have a bill out that would ban critical race theory west virginia is doing the same thing chinese american organization is uh is denouncing critical race what's what's happening iowa state legislature has introduced a bill to ban critical race theory programs there is one bill that is being considered now It's called the Propagation of Divisive Concepts Prohibited Bill. Wait until you hear this. And they're saying, well, I'll let you know if is it going to pass or not. Two people that are really intertwined in this and know all about this particular bill. And the bill itself. In 60 seconds. Stand by. Lend-back program. So, George lives in Oregon. He drives a garbage truck 10 hours a day, and with very limited movement for his right knee. Needless to say, his knee situation turned over time from just discomfort to stiffness and pain due to swelling. He has tried so many different things to remedy the pain, but none of them work. And he drives for a living. So, it's not like, are you, are you don't take this while you're operating heavy machinery. I think a garbage truck fits into that. Well, he heard me talk about uh, Relief Factor on the radio, decided he'd give it a try. Fortune favors the bold, and uh, it certainly uh, favored George in this case. Within a few days of starting to take it, he noticed that the pain was starting to go away. He got his life back. So can you. Relief Factor. Just try it. It's not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try their three-week quick start go on to order more. Why would you do that unless it works? You should know if it's going to work for you in the first three weeks. Just try it. Relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. All right. I've got to go over this bill before we introduce you to a couple of people. Um, The propagation of divisive concepts prohibited. The definitions... Contractor means any and all persons, individuals, corporations, uh, businesses of any kind that are in any manner uh, entered into a contract, perform a subcontract pursuant to a contract with the state of New Hampshire. Divisive concept means the concept that a one race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex. Think how far we've gone. B, the state of New Hampshire, the United States is fundamentally racist or sexist. C. An individual, by virtue of his race or sex, is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. D. An individual should be discriminated against or receive adverse treatment solely or partly because his or her race or sex. E. Members of one race or sex cannot and should not attempt to treat others without respect to race or sex. F. An individual's moral character is necessarily determined... By his race or sex G an individual by virtue of his race or sex bears responsibility for actions committed in the past by other members of the same race or sex Uh, H any individual should feel discomfort guilt anguish or any other form of psychological distress on account of his or her race or sex or I meritocracy or traits such as hard work ethic are racist or sexist. Or were created by a particular race to oppose another race. I could have read this to you ten years ago, and said we're going to have to start passing bills like this, and they're going to be hard to pass ten years from now, and you wouldn't have believed me. It's hard to believe right now. It. Uh, re- I mean, what is part? What? Where is the controversial part of that? The the one part that they push back on occasionally on
1: these things is. And I believe this is a correct criticism that you can't really have affirmative action without these sorts of when you have these in place, you can't really have affirmative action. Now, as a person who opposes affirmative action, I'm totally fine with that. But like California ran into some of this when they had laws that really made it seem like you're not supposed to treat. People differently because of their skin color, which is obviously supposedly a universal concept. But we want to do all these affirmative action programs, so we can't have this in place. But I believe it was D of, of the yeah. of what you just read that yeah. said no
0: adverse. Uh, is, can you read the wording of that one again? Yeah, then? D is an individual should be if they're teaching. That any individual should be discriminated against or re- receive adverse treatment mm-hmm. solely or partly because of his race or sex. So that's even keeping it open to positive treatment
1: because of your, your sex or your race. Right. It's okay, essentially, to have affirmative action. It's not trying to take that issue on.
0: So I'd like to know, well, first, Carlin uh, 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 Borosenko, an organizational psychologist uh, and a friend of the program. Doctor, how are you?
2: I'm doing well, Glenn.
0: How are you? Okay, when I say doctor, you're supposed to say doctor.
2: Oh, I'm a, sorry, doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so you're involved in this New Hampshire bill HB five four four. You're promoting it, um, you know, on your uh, website at YouTube, and you've uh, looked into it. Uh, it. How is this controversial?
2: You know, I, I really don't know. I've been working with state lawmakers over the last month or so. There's been a testimony in the House of Representatives over this bill, and it, it really is something that shouldn't be controversial. But of course, the Democrats in the state of New Hampshire are pushing back on it very strongly. The first message, they've gone through several different messages at this point. The first one is that they said this bill was racist. Now, given the definitions you just read, I don't know how anyone can reasonably argue that. The second one that they tried is this bill is transphobic, which makes no sense since trans people are not mentioned in the bill at At all. all. At all. But the third one, and this is the one that seems to be sticking, is that they're saying that this bill infringes on free speech, which. (laughs) Oh, my. uh,
0: The irony there. Oh, my gosh.
2: I know. And, and the fact of the matter is that this is the talking point that has stuck with some Republicans in my state, including my Republican governor, Chris Sununu, who is now listening to this Democratic talking point, rather than listening to the Republicans in the House that are trying to pass this bill and to the voters who elected him.
0: That is unbelievable. So what are are Democrats on in lockstep on this? Or are there some Democrats you know, like Bill Maher was over the weekend saying this is this, this has got to stop.
2: No, I mean, the Democrats are pretty much in lockstep. There might be one that might defect our way, but no, they're they're pretty much in alignment on this one. But
0: what are the people that you know that are on the left? The Not, not the politicians, the people that you know. Are they against this?
2: You know, they, I think that they've actually started to convince themselves that a concept like one race is not superior to another race is actually a racist concept. I really think that they have bought into this ideology. I don't understand oh it. I mean, the, the reading of the bill, just the plain language that you just read, is very, very clear in what you can and cannot teach. And for me, this is what I was taught growing up, that you don't treat people differently because of their race or sex. It's just, this is common sense.
0: This is all common sense this is all what we've been striving for had we done this at the beginning of the uh, the the, uh, the country you wouldn't have had slavery you wouldn't have had all the problems that we have right now how how is this how is this bill bad it if this bill can't get passed you reverse everything the civil rights movement tried to teach all of us
2: That's exactly right, Glenn. And a lot of people in New Hampshire think that this bill isn't needed in New Hampshire. But the (laughs) fact of the matter is this this training is happening all over the place. It's happened at the University of New Hampshire. We just found out last week that the school districts in Manchester, New Hampshire, the largest school district, I believe, in the state, has done anti-whiteness training. It's happening in the Bedford schools. It's happening in the Concord schools. It's happening at Southern New Hampshire University. It's happening all over the place, right in front of people. And they still are convinced that something like this isn't necessary. Well,
0: you are somebody that goes into organizations. You're, you're somebody who goes into to corporations and tries to help make those corporations better. Uh, yeah, I bet your business isn't going well, seeing that you won't uh, be involved with critical race theory and are standing against it. But you know that businesses are having to do these. They're, they're doing them all over the country.
2: That, well, that's exactly right. And they're being forced into a position of doing them by their HR team and by their employees. And, you know, I'll tell you what, is my, is my training business going well? Not exactly, because as you said, I refuse to pander to this ideology. But I'll tell you what is going well is my coaching business, where I'm coaching executives through exactly how to deal with this in their organizations, because executives don't want to do it. And they feel like they're being forced into a position of needing to uh, based on what their employees are so asking of them. How do you
0: do it quickly? Because I've got to run, but how do you how does an executive you, do it
2: well i would look at an executive like coinbase's ceo that says that this is not a part of our business we're going to be focusing on our core business initiatives and if you don't like it here's a nice severance package and you can leave and when coinbase's ceo did that only five percent of their employees took that severance package, and so that's that is a, a fair price for to get toxic employees out of your organization that are only going to drag your organization down. That is the best strategy I've wow, seen so far.
0: Really good, thank you very much, Carlin mm-hmm. um We'll uh, talk to you again in a second. I want to talk to somebody who's actually in the state house and is fighting for this bill and what is it, what it's up against. We'll do that in one minute. First, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. How long have you had your current mobile service? If you're one of those people that bounce around, you know, to to get the seemingly best deal, uh, you know, and the good deal, one carrier to the next, you're still paying through the nose, no matter what you're doing. If you're somebody who is very loyal and you've been with that company for a long time, you're still paying through the the nose. But if you're with one of the big um, uh, carriers, you probably are also helping finance Planned Parenthood, things that are against the Second Amendment, uh, things that are that are propagating critical race theory. What are you doing? These companies are pushing this stuff and they are financing with some of the profits they get from you. Now, if that's what they want to do, great. But I don't want to help them do that right now. You can switch to patriotmobilecom slash back. Imagine the impact because we don't ever do these things as conservatives. Imagine the impact if everyone in the sound of my voice decided they were going to switch to Patriot Mobile. I think the big carriers might hear your voice. Get free premier activation where they set up the phone for you. You get a special gift with the offer code Beck. It's the same service, lower price, and the values you believe in. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Ten seconds, station ID. Keith Ammon is with us. He is a Republican, the New Hampshire state representative. Uh, and uh, he's talking about HB 544. He is one of the sponsors on that. Keith, when you were putting this together, did you think you'd have a hard time getting this through?
3: And uh, We, we knew this would be controversial. Uh, part of your job as a legislature, uh, as a member of the legislature, is to be a lightning rod for discussions like this uh, in my opinion so you know we knew it would be controversial uh, and it's gotten more timely we filed the bill back in November um, I think we were the first state to do it and our process is just now uh, working yeah. its way through to handle this bill and it's gotten more uh, topical as time has gone on
0: so tell me about the argument on free speech
3: Yeah, that's a very interesting one. Um, That's been, uh, I think, Carlin, we heard, went over the different objections. And uh, one by one, those kind of disappeared. And uh, it focused on this free speech argument. What's really interesting about our legislature is we have uh, 400 members. uh, And they're from all walks of life. And it just so happens that one of our former chief justices of our Supreme Court, our state Supreme Court, uh, is now a, a freshman representative. Wow! Is this
0: uh, Robert Lynn?
3: That's right, Robert. Okay. Robert Lynn. And so he he weighed in on his opinion on the free speech issue, and decisively, with uh, you know citing cases and citing different references, and the gist of his uh, his ar- his argument against that it violates free speech is that you know the free speech uh, right is an individual right. It doesn't apply to government government doesn't have uh, a free speech right (laughs) people that work for the government when they're when they're operating under the authority of the government uh, don't have that right in the course of their employment Uh, but as individuals we all have that right so i thought that was a very interesting uh, take on you know, whether it violates free speech. All right. So if
0: the individual and we we see this, you know, practice, in fact, that's what they're hunting in the Pentagon now is anybody who was online saying anything that they shouldn't have said. And if you're a military member, you're not supposed to be involved in in any kind of discussion on on uh, policies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so we've seen that before. And the left seems to accept that. Uh, they won't accept it when it comes to, you know, school teachers and university professors and, and everything else. But would it protect them if they were uh, saying if the curriculum was not there, but they were teaching it anyway? Or is it tied to their job?
3: Yeah, so it's it's tied to your job. Like if, if uh, the bill really addresses anything taxpayer funded. So if taxpayer money is funding some kind of training that deals with diversity it doesn't ban diversity training what it does is it puts guidelines on what types of trainings are acceptable and obviously ones that uh, violate that list that you read you know wouldn't be acceptable if this bill is passed Um, the interesting thing about the the genesis of of this bill is it came from a university professor in one of our state institutions uh, and that person wanted to remain anonymous but they're seeing it in uh, their place of employment, you know, creeping in, and it's very difficult to push back against it.
0: So that so, is one uh, of that. That's one of the things that um, I noticed in reading about the bill is that there are a lot of people that are asking to be kept out of this, but they are standing up at least quietly. But they're all terrified right. of the blowback. That should right. not happen in America.
3: It should not. It should not. And so, you know, if anyone's listening in other states, contact your state legislators, because that's where this battle needs to go next is to our state houses. Uh,
0: but you have um, you have a Republican uh, in Chris Sanunu. I mean, it's the Sanunu family. So I use Republican in, you know, the lightest of terms. Um, what is how, how is he rejecting this? Is he going to sign it well, or will he reject it?
3: So thou shalt not violate the the eleventh commandment. Um, you know we're we're both Republicans. We're in different branches of the government, and it's okay to have policy differences and discuss those, right? So that's what I'll I'll, I'll do here. Um, I think what happened was he got blindsided in a uh, in, in a uh, press conference about COVID. I think it was. You know, they asked him a question about this bill, and it may have been at that time that he had only heard of it on NHPR when they were, (laughs) uh, you know, kind of slamming it Mm -hmm. about the free speech issue, right? Um, And so that kind of locked in his position. So I I think we'll be able to work. You know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. (laughs) And uh, I'll I'll, I'll put that teaser out there, but I think we'll be able to get something accomplished this term uh, regarding that language in 544.
0: Well, I wish you luck, and I hope that others do take um, this um, this bill. It's again HB five four four from the state of New Hampshire. Look it up, read it yourself. I mean, I kind of, in some ways, I think of the old days when they would take these uh, bills and make them into broadsides and and uh, nail them to trees, and people would gather around and read them. It, trying to get people to read this has got to be almost impossible. But you need to read it because you can ask your friends, what part of this do you disagree with and bring it to your state? Bring it to your state representative or your state senator and say, we need this in in our state, because this is a poison that is being spread. Uh, It's called critical race theory, and it is everywhere, everywhere. Thank you so much, uh, Keith. Appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go over what Cigna is. Um, this is the nation's largest health insurance provider. They're having a critical race uh, theory training, and uh, some employees took some pictures of uh, some of the training. <laughs> It'll say, like, don't text
1: things, you don't want to become public. Yeah. These these companies are going to start learning this eventually, but they'll still
0: get filmed doing it. It's it's really But what people have to understand is the companies are not doing this because they actually believe in it. This is all part of the great reset. They're doing it because they're going to start getting um uh ESG ratings. And if you invest at all in the stock market your 401k or anything especially charles schwab i think bank of america has just started this as well all the banks have it and all the investment firms have it but what it is is to help you invest because we know you want to be socially minded and so they're getting an esg score environment social justice and governance score So, do they work with their government? Do they work with their local government? Can they justify their business license, really? How are they doing on the environment? What are they doing? And are they teaching critical race theory? When that score goes down, Merrill Lynch and and other groups then tell their investors "Uh, you might not want to get in with this group because they have a very low ESG score. This is why this is happening. They have to do it if they want to play ball, they think, but they're wrong, dead wrong. I'm going to tell you about the societal norms checklist and the things that that can really hurt people because words matter. This is according to Cigna, the nation's largest health insurance provider. We'll have that next.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Let me tell you about LifeLock. Cyber criminals have been uh, taking advantage of the COVID pandemic basically since it started. One of the things they were doing is uh, attempting to exploit people's hardship due to the loss of a job or reduced hours at their work. The best way to do this is with phishing emails and fake websites, which falsely inform recipients that they're entitled to financial support while actually stealing their information in the process. It's the Nigerian Prince scam, except much more sophisticated. No one can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's LifeLock.com.
1: And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn, the promo code Glenn, 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV now.
0: So Cigna, which is a Fortune 500 uh, company, has 73,000 employees, the 13th largest in the country as a corporation, as measured by revenue. Uh, has started the uh, critical race uh, lessons, so uh, it 's really good it 's really, really good now it 's great some of these uh, some of these things are you know kind of being protested quietly, of course, by probably white men. Uh, chat logs between an employee and a hiring manager viewed by the Washington examiner detail an incident where a minority candidate with strong credentials performed exceptionally well in an interview. When that employee suggested to the hiring manager that the company waive the candidate through to the next step in the process, the hiring manager dismissed the candidate because they said he was white. That's when the uh, other manager that did the interview said, no, I interviewed him. He's black. Oh, then tell him we're excited to hire him. And they didn't need any more information. Given the hiring practices they have in place where white male candidates are blocked, regardless of qualifications, I have to say, yes, there's obvious discrimination at this company. One employee uh, spoke to the um, the Washington Examiner. So they're having their they're having their critical race uh, theory lessons. And, of course, we got screenshots uh, of uh, some of the things they're teaching. Mm. And, uh, Stu, I want you to stop. Think. Because your words matter. Okay. I'm going to stop and think. Okay. So uh, when something is, uh, you know, uh, a law that has been, we don't do it really anymore. We can't make new exceptions, but it's kind of covered because it's been there for a long period of time. It's a law that is, you're protected really because it's a grandfather. Grandfather. Right. Oh my gosh. Why would you say that? Oh no! I didn't stop and think. Did you I? didn't stop and think. This is that's a continuation of a legacy that you can say that, but don't say the G word. Okay, so grandfathered is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry for saying it again. All right, when you uh, when you are going to bring uh, lunch? Sure. And it's in a uh, sack, uh, and it's uh, something that you would carry. Bagged in, lunch. Uh, yeah, the color of the, uh, the brown bag. A brown bag in it? Stop and think. Oh, I'm Your sorry. Your words matter. You can't say in Cigna, you can't say brown bag lunch anymore. It you can has, say it's grab and go. You can say lunch and learn, which. Lunch and learn. I say lunch I, and learn all the time. All That's a the big time. one I say. I'm like, you know what? I'm lunching and learning today. <laughs> Wait, lunch <laughs> and learn? I've never noticed. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Wait, so br- the, you can't describe the bag color? Uh, no, it doesn't give a reason. It just oh, okay. says that those are terms and phrases that matter. Got it. Okay. That you shouldn't I'm sorry. use anymore. I, okay. By the way, I apologize. I apologize
1: to every family that I've hurt okay. by saying brown bag.
0: When I say, uh, hey, friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. Hey, all people. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on another thing that you could say? Hey, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Stop. <laughs> Think <laughs> words matter. <laughs> You wouldn't say that because it has a G word in it. They may not all be G's, which is different than the other G word you're also not supposed to say. (laughs) Okay. Okay.
1: No, I think that one you can say now. You can say gay. That's okay to say gay now. you just can't say guys. Can't say guys. (laughs) Hey guys. No. Okay. Got it. Okay. Right.
0: Well, I would say that you're so articulate here, but that's another thing I can't say. You can't say I'm. You can't say you're articulate. I can say good job. I can say that. Good job. Good job. Who's a good Who's job? A good job. Who did Who did a good job? job. But you, you can't say articulate. No, you're you're now, so articulate. We should alert
1: our president. Yes, of this because he famously called Barack Obama a clean, articulate African American, which yes. was like a storybook. Imagine <laughs> yes. Imagine the fantastical st- uh, tale that mm-hmm. would need to be woven. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have a black person be articulate and clean. That was yeah. what our president said. Yeah, well and now he's in the Oval
0: Office. Yeah. And we don't talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. That's another thing you don't you don't talk about. Got it. Uh, now, if we're having a party and uh, you say who can come? You'll say, Can I bring my significant other? Good for you. You stopped and you thought. I thought. Okay, mm-hmm. good. You could say spouse, partner, but you wouldn't say And I'm only doing this for demonstration purposes only. Be careful. Wives, husbands, (gasps) boyfriends, or girlfriends. Okay. They Mm -hmm. know. No, I don't know who you're talking about, Bill. But even if it is your boyfriend, like, because you know, it's not like you're guessing, hey,
1: are you going to bring your boyfriend? Because you might be guessing at what they may or may not have. Yeah, but if it's you you do know if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah, and yeah. therefore would be able to say with accuracy. Yeah, this is my girlfriend. Yeah, well, no,
0: no, you can't say no, that because what a the other person other. might be offended. You have a girlfriend and if it's a girlfriend it doesn't mean that she's significant you know what i mean or a boyfriend <laughs> she's it's actually not just this, an escort she, uh, frankly, yeah, I mean, and <laughs> it's somebody i'm i'm seeing you know right now but I there's found not... her on craigslist 20 minutes ago right, so i so wouldn't say she's a significant she's not, other she's another she's another she's another, she's another. until okay. the next other next uh, week when you say you're flying without instruments or you're going into something Uh, That you just don't know what you're doing. You're flying. You're flying blind. Oh, my gosh. Don't say that. (laughs) No, stop and think. Your words matter.
1: I didn't stop or think on
0: that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't say that. You say, I'm going in unaware. Going in unaware, unaware. And, oh, and i'm not no, I don't know what to
1: expect I, what happened to the the, liber, the liberal approach of wanting our language to be colorful and descriptive, and we don't want these businesses cracking down and making every speech seem like it's a boardroom? What happened to that now it's now they're the ones enforcing
0: this craziness oh yes that is the next word oh, no yes, it is craziness it is. yeah uh, if you say I had a. Crazy, crazy day, crazy day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, I had it a crazy day. Crazy. You can't say that. Uh, Why? You had a busy day. Mm-hmm. You had a stressful day. You had a long day, but you did not have a crazy day. So you can't say so
1: stressful is a, 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 a pressure that would come
0: psychological pressure or emotional yeah, pressure. But crazy is a different thing. Now, I don't know thing. if you work. In some sort of a mental institution, if you can say, I've had a crazy day. Right. Crazy is just eliminated from the language, because you can't
1: say it as a descriptive no. term as a person who's in nor normal workplace. Maybe but pe- you also can't use it
0: as a medical description. Correct. And maybe you could use it if you are the person in the mental institution, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It might offend others. If you're, like, completely nuts, and you're like, is that a crazy day? I don't think it's appropriate. I just feel like the... The Patsy Klein song
1: is no longer going to be popular. It's, you no, can't. it's
0: not. <laughs> you can't. I'm for loving you. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> so it, the, what I like is, you know, grandfathered, it, it, inclusive term or phrase, you change that to a continuation of or legacy. A Br- Brown bag lunch, lunch and go, grab and go, lunch and learn. Uh, hey guys, hey team, friends, you all, all people, uh, you're so articulate, good job. Then we get down to China virus, China virus. Hmm. Can't do this. Uh, with two asterisks uh, and capital letters, no alternatives, discontinue all use. So you can't even, you can't even talk about no. the coronavirus, COVID-19. No, right? it's just, you well just you
1: say- can say, you can't call it a China virus. Right, but there's no alternative. The alternative to
0: China virus would be COVID-19. Yeah. I feel like
1: yeah. that's something maybe I you guess. should discuss over occasionally. Yeah, it's COVID-19.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh here's one I think we all will understand why they uh uh if I said uh hey knock it off you people up in the cheap seats uh, no, no 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 uh you know uh the, like the two old men and the muppets uh the balcony yeah the bulb of the balcony yeah but it's mm-hmm. th- you know the peanut gallery oh the peanut gallery you can't uh, you can't use that anymore mm. well i don't know oh people are allergic to peanuts a lot of people oh, are that could days. be it. it could be that it really, it really could can. be that <laughs> that the, is so funny it's uh, great yeah the, the only one that I see here is off the reservation. Okay. I mean, I can see that one. I, again, who you, no one uses
1: it for whatever. I mean, what's the history of it? You, you're, the, you're the big Native American historian around
0: here. Yeah. Going off the reservation right. means you're, you're, he's crazy. He's gone off the reservation. You go to the reservation. You stay on the reservation. Right. You're going off the reservation. The, the key word here is not going or off it's reservation right so you're not allowed to say reservation anymore well you can't like, at a restaurant what what is the
1: what is the business model I, I, of
0: open table after this I, uh, announcement i don't know i i don't I, I don't know uh i don't know well you're too young to remember but mm-hmm. oh no that's another thing i can't you can't say young can't say or remember so, or re- i can't remember yeah how, it, what is weird is you can't say blacklist either, which I guess works in their, their advantage, seeing that this is what they're doing right. is creating a blacklist. You know All right, may I tell you about my Patriot Supply? I partner with my Patriot Supply because unlike a lot of their competition. <laughs> They are actually focused on delivering the highest quality food storage. Some companies put out uh, stuff that, you know, the calories in it alone are not going to keep you alive. And they also stink on ice. I like my Patriot Supply because it was started by a guy years ago who actually was a prepper. He still is. And believes in all of this stuff and wanted to make sure that he and his family had enough calories, had enough to eat, and it would actually taste good. I mean, if the whole world is going to hell in a handbasket and you're eating food out of a bag, can you at least make it taste good? I mean, we're on the way to the gulags. Can I just at least have a good last meal? That's what they think. They want to make sure that if you are in the situation where you need uh, food preparation, that they deliver the best quality food, and they do. And this month, for the first time in I don't know how long, you can save $50 $50 off of a four-week supply when you go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. It's a month worth of breakfast, lunch, and dinners. 2,000 calories per day, plus the peace of mind that comes with my Patriot Supplies name. Order before 3 p.m. and they'll ship it out today, discreetly to your front door. So don't wait. Go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, you've been following the Christie Nome story over the weekend. Yeah, a little bit. She's
1: uh, she's got a bill about women's sports, uh, yeah. girls' sports, I guess, mm-hmm. m- mainly in in South Dakota, and it was a bill that would be would align with conservative values on the bill, technically or generally. I mean, where it was basically, we don't want male transgendered students who are, you know, crossing the lines and then competing against females. Cause it's, right.
0: it's not fair and not right. And not why we design women's sports. So now I'm not sure what her stance is. We asked her to be on the program today. Hopefully we'll have her on tomorrow. Um, but I'm not sure what her stance is. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt here, but I've heard two things from her. One is that it would just would have opened up all kinds of litigation. And yeah. so, uh, and I have a great story to back that side up. Mm-hmm. The, the other is that, well, then, you know, we're excelling in South Dakota and none of our athletes would be able to go to uh, play, you know, sports with any, what is it, NAACP or NCAA, yes. That's what it is. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, so basically the two main things seemingly, and
1: she's going to veto this bill, that's why it's controversial, and conservatives are upset about that. Her Her general points are, one, it has something to do with like a performance enhancing drugs as well, mm-hmm. which if you were, you know, potentially transitioning, you might use. That was why they were included mm-hmm. in the bill. Her it says basically you have to get um, a piece, you know, document that anybody who plays in women's sports did not take these drugs. And, you know, generally on its face, you'd understand that. Her point is, number one, it creates a massive rep- record keeping um, mm-hmm. regime for the schools. And number two, it sets it up so if a kid doesn't make the team and later on another kid who did make the team has a positive test for, say, steroids or, or, or we find out that they took steroids at some point, then that kid who didn't make the team can sue the school district and school the, sue the kid. Um, in the kid's family, I guess, uh, for damages. She wants to repair that part of the bill. She doesn't like that. The other one is basically the NCAA came up with all these crazy rules. And if you don't agree with their rules, you can't participate in the NCAA. And her point is no one basically is going to go to college in South Dakota if they're a big-time athlete because they're not going to be able to compete against the normal competition. In other words, they you know, they would lose out on all the big recruits. They would go somewhere else.
0: Those are the two, the two. Yeah. Well, I don't know people that are beating down the door to go to South Dakota uh, or North Dakota or, you know, I mean, well, North Dakota State, though, has had major, major
1: athletes. Isn't
0: this the place where we draw a line, though? I mean, yeah, that's going to happen in a lot of things. If your company says, I'm not going to do, I'm not doing these things, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, you're going to start to have to pay a price. It is coming. So what? The uh, the NCAA is more important than your principles. No. Now, on the other hand, this is why I really want to have her on. On the other hand, before you judge and say, well, wait a minute, she's she's torpedoing this. uh, I want to show you a document. This is the real document. If you happen to be watching the blaze, you'll see it. Um, But I'll explain it to you. This is um, a letter from or a note from abraham lincoln in his own handwriting and it's to the uh, senate and what was happening was the uh the senate was passing what's called the second confiscation act where the north could just take your slaves because you were in rebellion and then free them and uh, the problem is is that it caused all kinds of legal problems so this letter says to the senate don't adjourn I know you're going to adjourn tonight. Don't give me one more day. I have a better idea. And the better idea led to the uh, Emancipation Proclamation. He was concerned about the standing, the legal standing, to make sure that it was done right. Hopefully, that's what Christy Nome is doing here. This is the Glenn Beck Program.